the immortal soul, all day and all night. And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the well, I barely got that out. GRN <laughs> listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. Welcome to your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls. Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We are grateful that you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. Joining me is my co-host for the program, Miss Trish Lujan. How are you, Miss Trish? Oh, I'm doing great, Sean. Thank you. On this program, we try bringing you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people ministries and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. Today, we'll be talking to Catholic author Geraldine Guadagno to discuss her book about Blessed Chiara Badano, titled Blessed Chiara Badano, Her Secrets to Happiness. Hey. Later, well, oh, hang on now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but later, now Sean just jumped ahead of me. Later in the program, we'll be joined by Dr. Mitch and Chrissy Finney, founders of Veronica's Journey and hosts of the upcoming fourth annual Veronica's Journey 5K. Amen. Amen. Uh, sorry about that. Man, I don't know what's <laughs> going on with me today. Goodness. I don't know if I got plenty of rest or what, but yeah, but it's going to be a great program, yes, folks. And again, it, it thank is. you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, as Trish mentioned, that we've got the you know Miss Miss Geraldine um, going to be speaking to us about that book. We're going to have Doctor Mitch and Miss Chrissy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an awesome hour. Uh, I'm is. ready to to, to get Safe. speaking to yes. them. But before we do get to all that, let's get today's program the way that we should do all things, and that is in prayer. And as we pray. Ask that the Lord would make his will known to you and for the grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So join me, please, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Father, keep us and all uh, in your vineyard under your constant protection and care and bless all our efforts that whatever we do may be done in your most holy name and draw us ever closer to you by what we hear. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. St. John the Baptist. Pray for us. St. Joseph, pillar of families. Pray for us. Our Lady, Queen of all saints. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, just to recap this weekend, uh, I had a very you know interesting weekend. We had some um, things that we wanted to donate to Sanctus Ranch yes, for their yes, upcoming yes. Um, rummage sale mm-hmm. taking place. You know that's actually coming up this weekend. The rummage sale. So mm-hmm. we had some things that we wanted to take up there. Um, and I got to tell you, it was, it's always great to get up there. It's always great, I think, to, to get away from the city, get away from the hustle and bustle. Nice little ride up there toward, you know, through the hill country. And if you haven't done this already, 
I would encourage you to, you know, take a little drive. I mean, things are green again, believe it or not. Yes, yes. it's very beautiful. Things are green mm-hmm. out there. But Sanctus Ranch, they're going to be, ta- you know, doing the rummage sale. They are looking for donations. If you've got items to give, uh, you know, go to to their website. Uh, that's sanctusranch.com mm-hmm. uh, for all those details. Uh, wife and I also got a chance to participate for the very first time in the St. Helena Catholic Church bingo night. Yay! That's right. You so, win? Uh, this was a uh, well. Let me tell you the story. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So this is my first time ever doing bingo. Like in my entire life, you know, I've never done bingo before. Now, maybe loteria or something like that. <laughs> okay. But you know, I've never actually done an official mm-hmm. bingo. So this was very interesting. And I got to tell you, I mean, this was a lot of fun. This is uh, yeah. fun for the family. Yeah. We, you know, there were children there. You know, we saw some friends from uh, Our Lady of Atonement out there also. And uh, it was just a, a great time to be able to to gather to you know there were food there were drinks you know Deacon Paul you know he's a whiz on the uh, you know yeah. on, on the mic out yeah. there calling out the numbers and uh, it was it was a lot of fun yes my wife did uh, win one of the okay. one of the rounds I- I- if you will um, man that lady wins all the time <laughs> yes I'm gonna I mean I, I'm hoping that she'd like play a lottery ticket or something yeah. because yeah. you know maybe it can you know be life changing for us I don't Amen. know yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know with, with that. I would encourage, uh, you know, anybody, you know, next time, keep your ear tuned in to, mm-hmm. to Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, we do, I do, um, you know, we, we keep everyone abreast and try to keep everyone abreast of things going on within the Archdiocese. Yeah. And, and that goes for all the parishes out there. You That's know, we right. try to highlight, you know, the, the different parish uh, events, the ministries and all that. You know, just like as you said in your opening, Trish, uh, you know, we want to, you know, bring our listeners, you know, those various uh, discussions and, and keep them informed as to what's going on. And there's a lot going on right now. I mean, we have a very active Archdiocese. You've got fall festivals, uh, you know, from different parishes taking place. You've got different fundraisers. Uh, different acts retreats going on. Uh, so if you want, you know, your parish event uh, to to help, you know, mm-hmm. you want help getting the word out, you know, just reach out mm-hmm. to us. You know, we want to be able to, to do that and we do it at no cost. So again, parish events, parish ministries, things like that. I encourage you to, you know, contact us here at the Guadalupe Radio Network uh, in the San Antonio office. Uh, and we'd be happy to get, uh, you know, the word out for you on any of those events. Uh, speaking of events, you know, we've got the, you know, GRN Fall share kicking off September 13th through the 16th. That's uh, September 13th. That's going to be a Tuesday. Um, and we're, st- we're still looking for volunteers to help answer phones and take donor pledges on Friday the 16th when the San Antonio office will host the call center. Um, and the shift that I'm looking for help with is that 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. shift. So please, if you've got some time, if you'd like to give back in the form of uh, you know, sharing of your talents and your time, please give me a call to 10-579-9844, or you can email me. That's my first name, Sean, S-H-A-U-N at G-R-N online.com. I uh, want to go back to the Sanctus Ranch rummage sale. Again, that rummage sale is going to take place September 2nd through the 4th. Uh, there's multiple uh, multiple times that you can get out there uh, and, and check out what they have. Uh, and all this is going to go toward uh, supporting, you know, the, the, the Sanctus Ranch and support, you know, Spiritual Retreat Foundation. But uh, this and is going to be... scholarship that they actually donate a lot of that funds to. Yeah. So, so that's a really good thing. I mean, yeah, get, get out there, folks. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. So again, that's Friday, September uh, 2nd from 3 p.m. Uh, that's 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Saturday, September 3rd between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. And Sunday, September 4th between 12 uh, noon and, and 5 p.m. 
Uh, and then also Sanctus Ranch is doing the spirit tasting. Yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be awesome. You know, and again, that, you know, for, for folks who are attending that, I think yeah. it's $100 per couple. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can dedicate half of your, you know, basically, um, you know, you can donate half uh, of your admittance fee, so to speak, and dedicate it to a, a parish of your choice or right. a retreat mm-hmm. of your choice. Uh, and that is, yes, it, it, it's basically a, a scholarship fund for those uh, who can uh, go on retreat. So, man, lots of things that, yes, you know. Uh, yes, it's wonderful what they're doing out there. I, I can't tell you enough. So. We're really grateful for what they're doing. That's right. Dan yes. Seventy and his mm-hmm. beautiful family out there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, please support, you know, this, uh, you know, great, uh, you know, this great apostolate. Um, and uh, of course, you know, it's a great way to pass it on forward. Mm-hmm. So what else we got, Trish? Yeah. So St. Matthew Catholic Church, they still have their men's acts retreat on September 22nd through the 25th. The theme of I am the way, the truth and the life. Go to the parish website for their, for more information, or you can register there, of course, at saintmats.org. That's S as in Sam, T as in Tango, M as in Mike, A, T, T, Tango, Tango, S as in Sam.org. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have the GRN San Antonio Prayer Breakfast. Woo-hoo! Yes. And this will be taking place September 7th at Fish City Grill. Yes, it's a breakfast at Fish City Grill. Right, Sean? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) From 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. The last day to register is Wednesday, October 31st. So that's, August 31st. I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. Oh boy. <laughs> See, it's just me too. August 31st. And that's right around the corner. A couple of days, right? That's right. Yep. So get in. Uh, go to grnonline.com, click on local events and find San Antonio prayer breakfast to register. Cost is only $10 for individuals and there are company sponsorships. So they're, they're for sure welcomed to company sponsorships as well. That's right. Uh, make sure uh, if you're attending, you know, bring plenty of business cards. This is a uh, an awesome way to start off your day in prayer, in reflection. Um, and it's a networking event to, you know, really get to meet other faith-filled Catholics right. uh, that want to take, you know, mm-hmm. their, their faith, to, you know, on the job. Uh, so I'd encourage everybody, go to grnonline.com, register for the San Antonio Prayer Breakfast taking place at Fish City Grill. Uh, and lastly, before we get our conversation started, I want to go back to uh, the GRN Fall Shareathon. This yes. is going to take place the 13th through the 16th. Uh, everyone uh, within the GRN, uh, the entire network, we're going to be on the air for four days, um, you know, straight, making our appeal for your financial support. Uh, please prayerfully consider calling in that week to make your one-time donation or monthly pledge of support to help keep your radio airwaves Catholic. Again, yeah. it's a it's a wonderful mission that we have in evangelizing through the powerful means of radio, but we can't do that without your support. So please call in at that time. You actually may get you know get get a phone call uh, this week too from one of our volunteers uh, just to remind you about it. So. Again, thank you so much uh, for your generosity, and uh, I, I am grateful for everything that you all do. Our listeners, our wonderful listeners of the GRN, that help keep us, um, you know, on the air. So, Amen. without further mm-hmm. delay, I want to welcome uh, our first guest to the program, uh, Miss Geraldine Guadagno. Um, before you know, I, I get started. I want you first, Miss Geraldine, uh, to tell us about a little bit about yourself. All right, I know you're in your humility. You probably don't want to do that, <laughs> but you know, tell us about yourself. 
uh, tell us that, you know, how, how has the faith been a, a part of your life and how has it insp- or really impacted, you know, what your craft, your trade, your specialty, your gift, uh, and that's in your being an author. Oh, thank you, Sean. Really glad to be here. Um, well, uh, I'm a cradle Catholic, and um, like some people, I drifted away from my faith in my college years, but um, I, I came back later, and um, I had this childhood dream of being a writer, and many years after I had really turned back to God and um, really sought to do His will, um, I also started taking some writing courses, and um, I, my first publication was in a Catholic children's magazine, and um, I hadn't intended to become a Catholic author, but apparently <laughs> that's what God has wanted, um, because most of my success um, and most of my inspirations um, have been from our Catholic faith. Amen. 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 You know, let me ask you something. When I got you were, chills listening to that. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we want to talk about also the, the book that you written uh, regarding uh, Blessed Chiara Badano, right? Um, you know, when, mm-hmm. when, when did you first discover your love of writing? Was it at an early age? Oh, yes, a uh, very early age. You know, I started loving stories and books because my mom read to me. And when I was in grade school, um, I found out, you know, and after I learned to write, I thought to myself, well, maybe I could write stories for children just like me Um, and just always had that desire. Um, Some of my teachers encouraged me to become a writer. Uh, But then later, like right before I went to college, I found out that writers were starving artists. (laughs) (laughs) And um, by then I'd had such a long relationship with food. I didn't see myself becoming a starving artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I said, later on, uh, I had an opportunity to start writing and, um, and it just kind of flowed, flowed from there. After I started taking those classes um, and really honing the craft, um, I, I started writing. Um, I learned about Chiara Badano several years ago, probably, um, because I got involved with the Focolari movement, and um, she was a very special young person um, in the Focolari, which is a um, movement within the Catholic Church that started during World War II in Italy, and its charism is unity and universal brotherhood. And uh, Chiara was one of the young people involved, Chiara Badano, not to be confused with Chiara Lubic, mm-hmm. who is the foundress of the movement, um, but Chiara, Badano, um, who lived in Italy, um, was a young person who devoted herself to living the gospel. And uh, at a young age, she was diagnosed with a rare bone cancer and had a very um, difficult time uh, with the illness. But throughout that illness, she kept loving Others. Her whole idea was to love others as Jesus uh, loved us. And that is the way she lived right up until the end of her life. Amen. Yes, you know, um, like I was telling you earlier before you walked in, and Sean and I were talking, we bought the book this past weekend. Thank you so much. Yes, and I have a 13-year-old daughter. 
And I said, Ava, you know what? This is going to be a really good book for you to read. And she read it within a, within just a couple hours. She was able to get through this. And this was a wonderful read for her. And you know what? I asked her a question. I said, you know what, Ava, what were the themes that you took away from this? And she said, humility. She said, humility and suffering. And that just touched me because as a mom, you know, and especially in today's age, we really want to, you know, instill in our, our young daughters, right? Or even our, our young sons too, the virtues of our, that, that our church brings out. Humility is a huge one, right? Oh. It's not the most important. <laughs> is that, well, it's the most important for all of us, I think, and also the most difficult. Right. Um, a lot of times. And, um, and young people especially need, role models. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, I think it was St. John Paul II who said once that we needed saints in genes. Amen. And so, um, you know, the the young people need people to look up to. And um, Chiara Badano, uh, really, she she faced suffering, but knowing that it was redemptive suffering. and um, the way the way she dealt with that is one of her secrets to to being happy, um, because in that suffering she always found the presence of Jesus uh, in a very special way. Uh, so she knew that God never abandoned her; that God was there yes, um, with yes. her at all times. And yes, she was very um, very humble about the way she was able to live. Um, even through her illness, um, saying that Jesus was really the one who deserved the credit mm-hmm. uh, for the way that she was able to to live the gospel. You know, let me ask you something. Um, you know, Miss Jerry, when when you're when you first decided to write this book, right? Uh, what was it about Blessed Kiara that inspired you to write this book on about her? You know, how did you maybe feel? The Holy Spirit guiding you toward this story, and to you know, to, to write this and get the word out, and really teach others uh, about you know this wonderful young uh, blessed. Well, um, it, it was just her whole life, you know, from from the very beginning um, when she was young, and her and her mother would read the gospel stories to her, right. And she took and she took them to heart even then, um, so she really had a special gift. Um, and you know, most uh, since she was an Italian girl, yes, most of the books have been written by Italians and they've been translated, and um, and it's a different culture uh, than ours in America. And I thought that um, that it would be nice to have. A book for the American uh, audience, yes, mm-hmm. um, because Chiara Badano faced some of the same challenges that every preteen and teenager faces. Sure, right. um, you know, teasing. I don't know if you could say she was really bullied, but you know, she was teased and she was excluded sometimes, and um, she just found ways to keep on loving. Um, you know, even the people who weren't very kind to her. Right, right. I do have a question. Actually, it comes from my daughter. I said, if there's one question you could ask the author, what would it be? And she said, well, how did she feel while writing this story about Blessed Chiara Badano? Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I, at times I felt like I wasn't really worthy, like I wasn't mm. the best person maybe to to write the wow. story, but, um, you know, I felt those inspirations from the Holy Spirit though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there were times when um, I felt him nudging me to kind of explain certain things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were challenges like right from the very beginning. Um, I was challenged about uh, some of the uh, some of the things I had written. Uh, of course, I had my sources, and I was able to prove, right, um, right. you know, those sources. Um, my uh, my illustrator got COVID oh. and suffered long term effects, unfortunately. Um, and there was even a point where you know we had been working on, together for about a year on the book, at least. Mm-hmm. And we thought that it might be canceled. And uh, fortunately, my illustrator remembered something from a previous meeting, and it saved the book. Um, And all of these things, you know, all of these challenges um, made it a better book. Um, You know, uh, Chiara Lubick, the foundress of the uh, Focolare movement, always used to say, nothing worthwhile is ever accomplished without the presence of Jesus crucified and forsaken. Amen. And um, so in those sufferings, you know, we, we encountered him uh, in a very similar way that Chiara Luce uh, Badano encountered him. And um, I remember asking for um, Chiara's intercession many times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, please, please help me to... Uh, to get your message across and get the beauty of your life across. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, let me ask you something, Miss Jerry. Uh, so, in writing this book, of course, you know you're you're asking for her intercession and and, and what have you. Uh, I want to ask, as you progress through, you know, the the work that you know this project here. How how did your relationship with you know Blessed Kiara you know evolve, you know, from its beginning to to let's say right now even. Well, um, you know, at at a certain point, I was thinking, you know, maybe at the very beginning, I was thinking, gosh, such a wonderful example for the teens, the children. And then I really started thinking, wow, such a wonderful example for all of us, especially for me. And um, I think of her as like a, a very close friend now, Um you know, someone that I would like to talk with and hang out with. Yeah. And, you know, she's a special friend in heaven, that's for sure. Amen. Amen. And what do you think, uh, you know, Blessed Kiara might say to young people now in today's world? Because yeah, she, she passed away, at, what, from uh, 1980 or I what? I think it was 1990. 1990. Was it? Yeah, 1990. 1990. Right, right. She passed away. Um, well, I don't think many of the problems have changed. Um, they may have gotten worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I think what uh, Chiara Badano would say um, to, to the teens is, you know, God loves you immensely. And he never abandons you. Um, trust his plan for your life, even when it's not what you had in mind. Uh, you know, do his will and, um, you know, pray for his grace to be the saint that he wants you to be. 
Amen. Amen. Now, this book, uh, you know, Blessed, you know, Chiara Badano, uh, Secrets of to Happiness, right? So you're going to be promoting this book uh, at a book event uh, locally, am I right? Right. Um, every, Tell us about that. Every year, the Bernie Library has a book and arts festival. It's going to be on Saturday, October 1st this year. I believe it's from about 10 in the morning until about 4 in the afternoon. And um, there will be lots and lots of local artists and local authors, including me. Uh, I try to be there every year, and it's held rain or shine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rain or shine, and uh, just a fun event for the whole family. Nice. You know, um, I'm actually excited. I've never done anything like that before regarding you know book signings and uh, you know book events and such. Then again, you know, I'm I'm not very you know involved in reading, but I think it was over the course of uh, you know this la- this past Lenten season uh, where I really wanted to kind of shut off the TV, shut away you know shut off the, the entertainment, and really start you know kind of um, filling myself up, you know, with things that are, you know, good and holy and that would help me in my faith. And I, I really think that, you know, something like this, you know, this book that you have, uh, you know, geared toward, you know, the, the young adults, the, the teenagers and such, it, it really is something that, you know, that the whole family can, uh, can, can even read together and such, right? I mean, Parents can use it as a catechetical moment uh, when when their children you know feel like yes you know things are are going you know pretty rough or, or you know what, whatever the case might be. Um, what kind of reception has the book received thus far? Uh, it's been better than I ever imagined, and um, you know we we designed this book um, to be used not just by individuals and families, but in Catholic schools and um, in faith formation, you know, for uh, kids who are maybe considering confirmation. And um, uh, the schools have been buying copies, which is great. Um, We also received, uh, the book also received an award from the Association of Catholic Publishers. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. It was a third place award in the uh, teens category. And um, and just yesterday, you're so humble. You're just like <laughs> I know, right? You just wanted to. No, this is a huge deal. <laughs> Congratulations! Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just heard yesterday that there is a, a group of adults that is also using this book as mm-hmm. part of their study program. Because really, it's not, I mean, even though it's illustrated, it's not really juvenile. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are discussion questions at the end. Um, So really, I think almost anyone could... uh, could benefit from reading it. Absolutely. And if somebody wanted to go online and buy your book, uh, where can we send them to? Uh, Well, Mm newcitypress.com is the publisher's website. And... um, should be fairly easy to find the book there. Yes, awesome. Amen. Uh, with just a, a couple of minutes left before we go to break, uh, if you're tuning in, this is In His Vineyard having this discussion with Miss Geraldine Guadagno, a Catholic author and author of Blessed Chiara Badano, Her Secrets to Happiness. Um, you know, closing thoughts, uh, you know, Miss Jerry, why should someone, you know, why would you, you know, suggest this book to, to a, a young family out there, mm-hmm. to someone with teenagers, uh, you know, young adults? Well, um, because the the influence of the world and of their friends just gets stronger and stronger and stronger as they get older. 
And um, I remember when I was that age, you know, I I thought if I could just do whatever I want, I'm going to be happy. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, Amen. again, uh, don't change the station. We'll be right back. Please check out the book, Blessed Kiara, Secrets to Happiness. I just love summer. Relaxing on the beach, those amazing triple-digit temperatures, long road trips. Sissel, what are you rambling on about? Summer is coming to an end, and it is time to move on to fall. Oh, what's so great about fall? Oh, there's plenty of things. Cooler temperatures, pumpkin spice, fall festivals, and most importantly, September 13th through the 16th, we have our Fall sure with a theme of It's For Your Soul. And we need to start asking everyone to call in that week with a pledge of support for the GRN. <gasps> what? How could I forget about pumpkin spice? Oh, boy. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. Teaching kids to handle money can be tricky for parents. In our own experience of raising 10 children, we've used envelopes, allowances, and more. Well, here's a tip from what we've discovered. There is a sensitive period for money when kids are about 10 to 12 years old. Be alert when your child expresses interest, and then take advantage of that teachable moment. Don't pay kids to do household chores because they need to understand the importance of contributing to the home. However, we have found it is a good idea to pay for extra chores. Give your child a chance to earn money, whether by raking leaves, moving stones, or deep cleaning a room. In addition, a great job could earn a bonus. This trains them in excellence and gets them ready for work outside the home. Giving your children experiencing earning money is important because this is your time to train them to save, to budget, and to tithe, which is giving money away because it ultimately comes from God. To listen to our podcast on kids and money, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Hi, this is Sean Rice, General Manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas. Business owners, do you enjoy listening to your favorite Catholic radio programs? Have you learned more about our Catholic faith because of what you listen to? Please consider a sponsorship or underwriting opportunity to help keep your airwaves Catholic across South and Central Texas. Give me a call at 210-579-9844 to learn more. God bless you. Welcome back, listeners, to In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon, along with my wonderful co-host, Miss Trish Lujan. Thank you. Um, if you were, just, you know, if you're just now tuning in, we wrapped up a wonderful conversation with Miss Geraldine Badano, a Catholic author. Uh, she was talking to us about this wonderful book, uh, you know, that that she wrote. Uh, on this or the Blessed Kiara. Kiara yes. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, folks, you got to get this book. You, you know, don't when have you it, walked you in today, it. Trish, and, and you had the book, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so awesome because I'm going to get a chance to borrow it from you or something. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This wonderful, wonderful book. I really thank her for writing it. Amen. And, and our next guest uh, for, for this uh, you know, second part of the segment, um, you know, we're going to be talking to you know, Dr. Mitch and Chrissy Finney, uh, founders of the Veronica Journey uh, 501c3. Uh, actually, the, the, five, you know, the you know, Veronica's Journey um, you know, nonprofit was named after in, in honor of uh, their late daughter, uh, Veronica Nicole. And they're going to be on to talk about that. Uh, but I also want to, you know, in, inform everybody that, you know, Miss Chrissy just had a birthday, you know, <laughs> yes, yesterday. So happy, happy birthday, Miss Chrissy. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, Dr. Mitch, he is actually the director for that St. Matthew's Men's Axe Retreat, right. uh, you mm-hmm. know, taking place uh, later in September. Uh, so you guys are busy, right? 
Very much so. Yeah, so welcome uh, the both of you to the program. I believe this is the first time I've had you both on together. Yes. <laughs> so it, it is a pleasure. Uh, I want to first start, you know, uh, you know, Dr. Mitch, um, well, either one of you really, you know, can you tell our listeners tuning in, um, you know, the history of Veronica's journey? Sure. We we wanted to do something in honor of Veronica. Just a quick story on her. She was born in 2015, a beautiful young girl. When she was about 13 months old, she was diagnosed with brain cancer. And that's a whole long story in itself. Um, but subsequently went through surgery and chemotherapy and eventually hospice and passed away uh, roughly five years ago now. And in her honor, we wanted to do something uh, for for that. And I was a big runner, still run some, uh, and so figured doing a memorial five k type thing would be a nice a nice way to remember her. So we created a, a entity, I guess, a corporation called Veronica's Journey, which is a five hundred one c three, a charitable organization. Uh, and then started this run. The first year we had a very enthusiastic volunteer who did everything for us and we were spoiled and did nothing. <laughs> uh, and then he got busy and had other things to do. And so uh, in 2020, COVID hit. So that was actually a good thing. You don't have to do anything when everything's virtual. We just get people to sign up and donate and stuff like that. And then last year was our first uh uh, run that we were in charge of, uh, which was a, a great experience and, and learning experience. But that's kind of where that comes from is for Veronica. Just a few words on her, you know, just very blessed to have her. Uh, you know, I, I think Chrissy would agree with me that I learned more from her in her short two two years of life than I've learned probably from anybody else. And, and I wouldn't trade any of that. Obviously, uh, watching your child um, suffer and and pass away from cancer is not a pleasant experience but right. uh, but but full of graces and god gave us those graces while we had her amen amen, amen. Mm-hmm. and you take this grace and you're able to do these events and talk to us a little bit about uh the run itself and how many people you've had before and how many people you're looking to have this year and uh is it a run and and walk exactly. <laughs> i had Absolutely. a couple of parents ask runner. me <laughs> can we walk <laughs> so, yeah, so talk to us about that yeah definitely can walk um it, it's it's a 5k the distance so it's mm-hmm. roughly three miles and if if people do like to run there's even timing chips and you get an official time and it's all usat certified and everything uh you can get prizes for winning and stuff like that but most people do walk uh the 5k and there's even a short half kilometer kind of fun run for the kids and stuff uh, and anyway, we're just hoping to, with time, to to create a fun environment for families and stuff mm-hmm. out there. But yeah, again, running is optional for sure, uh, and walking's uh, very easy. As far as the number, the first year was a big a big hit. We had probably over two hundred people. I nice. remember we, we we had mass that day and. Uh, Father Clay was saying mass at the time, and I remember he was running out of consecrated host. And I think wow. all, the, the last people were getting micro size, uh, you know, a few few mm-hmm. molecules of Jesus <laughs> at the time. There. But um, but that was for, and then obviously COVID. Last year was a little less. We probably had eighty to a hundred last year. I'm we're expecting probably closer to one fifty, hopefully even two hundred this year. Um, and we moved it from a Sunday to a Saturday, and that made the difference from the first. I saw the that, first yes. run was on a Sunday. 
Yeah. You know, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, Miss Chrissy, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot that goes into the planning of this, right? Um, so can you talk, uh, you know, can you talk to our listeners about uh, what goes into the planning? Uh, and is there a need, you know, still for, for volunteers? I know we're a couple of weeks out. So uh, I'd love, uh, you know, for those tuning in, if they, they want to help out, they want to get, uh, you know, their hands involved and, uh, you know, and, and do this, you know, for you and, and, and you know, with you, uh, how can they do that? Well, first off, I would like to say that I, we just had this conversation the other, the other day, and I told Mitch, I am not an event planner, so this has been very difficult for me. Um, but we, we counted about we are needing at least 25 volunteers to help us set up the tables, mm-hmm. um, to get the sign signage out on the course, um, to set up the water, just little things that need to be done. And we are probably have about 10 people signed up right now, so we're short about 15 people uh, so, yeah, we could use any help. They can uh, contact me um, through through the Veronica's Journey mm-hmm. website. It's veronicasjourney.com, and we, they can sign up that way. Um, yeah. I think that's probably the easiest way, yeah, and exactly. And we're still open for volunteers, you know, that... Or just that, show up that day, 7.30. True. Yeah. Or, we can uh, assign them. <laughs> you can come a little earlier. We'll, we'll, we'll probably be there by before 6 30 and stuff but uh but yeah there's there's a lot to it and, and obviously we're not real good at planning 5ks and stuff but fortunately we have a, a running entity that does all the core so that makes it the official and the chips and the, and the bibs and all that kind of stuff so uh, jose anikas does that for us um and we kind catholic charities we work with them and most of the the Proceeds go towards uh, Veronica's Endowment at Catholic Charities, which mainly uh, funds Veronica's Boutique, mm-hmm. which is a, a beautiful, almost basically a storefront, closed closet for children uh, at the Guadalupe Community Center. And so anyway, they'll be out there helping. They'll have Hope, which is their f- mobile food truck with uh, some more drinks and oranges and bananas and stuff. We usually have some breakfast tacos out there and everything. And then we try to have a few groups Um uh, we're also working with the Childhood Cancer Support Center uh, called Gabriella Smile Foundation, um, and and we've got to meet the Tauruses this year, and they're they're very helpful and and very they have a very successful run, um, but um, but they'll be there. Um, in the past, we've had uh, I think Alex's Lemonade Stand represented there, and and some other people just for for information. Uh, just childhood cancer is is not well known or heard about it's a very underfunded entity and so just trying to raise a little awareness as well amen um you know and y'all do such a wonderful job not just with this but um you both have been so supportive of so many different uh you know projects uh, and events you know uh, around the archdiocese of san antonio i want to ask um you know this question is for for either one of you you know as you're you you put on and, and you host uh th- this event how does this event help help with the healing process. Uh, I know this is your fourth, um, you know, 5k that, that you're putting on, but how has it, you know, helped you in, in your, in your coping, in your healing, um, in, in putting this on for the community? I'll let you do that one. <laughs> I always throw Chrissy under the bus. <laughs> You're such a gentleman, Dr. Mitch. <laughs> Ladies first. Uh, healing has, uh, healing is, it's a process, it's time. Um, the, the 5K is absolutely a wonderful event just to get the word out. Right. Uh, actually, on the par- portion of the 
5K that is for the kids run, we created these uh, signs for Veronica that um, highlighted her her journey. Basically, mm-hmm. she went through eleven months of of diagnosis, therapy, and hospice before she passed. And so we have uh, twelve signs, I think, one for her, and then the eleven mm-hmm. signs of of the, each representing a month. And just creating that for the run was very healing in itself um, because people just don't know. And uh, childhood cancer is one of those things that you really will never understand it until you go through it. So just to to show people what what it's like and to help get that awareness out there has been very therapeutic. Um, and it just gets easier as time goes by. Obviously, we'll never forget her. You know, we just literally... Uh, had her fifth anniversary on the 24th of August. So um, it has been five years. And I can't say that it ever goes away, but it does get better with time. Amen. Amen. It's easier. And it's good for me. I, I'm a man, so we don't have much emotion. But um, but uh, just getting to see her picture and, and talking about Veronica and everything, you know, a lot in preparation for 5K and then obviously at the run and stuff and having shirts with her name on it and everything, you know, it's it's just, uh, I think it's it's good in that way. And, and, you know, we ran together. I remember still to this day, you know, uh, certain houses that I'd run by pushing mm-hmm. her in the stroller and stuff like that. So uh, it's, it's a very healing thing and, and we're very grateful to get to do this. Amen. You know, so where is all this taking place, Dr. Mitch? It's all down at Southside Lions Park East, uh, which is on Pecan Valley. Um, we, we know how to get there real well now. We just went there Saturday and stuff. <laughs> um, but it, it's a little confusing. If you Google Southside Lions Park East, it'll send you about a quarter of a mile past the entrance to the I park. I experienced that last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so 4600 Pecan Valley Drive. Uh, it, it's a beautiful park uh, down there. The, the nice thing about the run, it's part of the uh, Salado Creek Trail, you know, the trail that goes all the way around San Antonio. And uh, the nice thing is people that like Harburger Park or something, literally if you stay on that trail and go all the way down south, you'll end up at Southside Lions Park East, the same trail that we run on. It's a nice shaded trail. And so even though we try to do it earlier in the morning, it starts at, at 9 uh, for the kids and 9.30 for, for eight the... 8 and 8.30. I'm sorry, 8 and 8.30, mm-hmm. uh, you know, earlier in the morning. But even then, it's nice to have shade uh, because it does get pretty warm even in September. Um, anyway, it'll be down there. And again, most things will be pretty much all wrapped up by, you know, 10 o'clock-ish or so, even for those walking the course and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so as far as the location is concerned, is there any, uh, tell us exactly why you chose this location as far as the the 5K for Veronica's right. journey. We, and part of that was our running consultant. You know, they, they had hosted runs at this venue before and, and were very happy with it from a runner's perspective and stuff. Uh, and for the size of event that we had around 200, he felt that that was a, a nice mix and stuff. And then being kind of tight sometimes with the finances it's also less expensive than than some other parks but that's how it ended up down there uh, at, at Southside Lions Park Amen. you know let me ask you something uh you know Dr. Mitch you know as as you go to to the website again uh, the website to, to register to learn more uh, about about Veronica's journey is veronicasjourney.com uh, uh, as I'm looking on here um, and it's it's a beautiful web page in loving memory of Veronica Nicole Finney 
Um, you've got the the dragonfly. Um, can you tell us about you know the the dragonfly? I know there's a story behind that. Yeah, and I'll let Chrissy give more details. I have my dragonfly tie on today for her. Yeah, um, but basically it's our our well that's her. Mitch, when we were going through, I guess it was after uh, Veronica passed, uh, Mitch, one of Mitch's patients sent us a uh, book called, um, oh gosh, I can't think of the name of the book now, um, but it was basically, it was a book on how to do, uh, explain grief to children, mm-hmm. and it analogized the life cycle of a dragonfly to that of the human life when when a dragonfly is in the water as a water bug, once it goes up into the air, it can never return to the water. And so it kind of likened it to somebody who passes can never return to earth. And the book came with a little dragonfly um, image, it, image, I guess. And water bugs and dragonflies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. And so um, I loved it ever since then. We kind of just uh, um, took that symbol as, oh, every time we would see a, a dragonfly that Veronica mm. was just sending us her love and have many, many stories of her showing us her love from heaven with that. So it just kind of became our, our symbol for Veronica. Amen. And Amen. I, I want to ask you, uh, you know, Dr. Mitch, um, you know, as you know, because you always have some awesome ties. <laughs> you know, I'll just <laughs> let you know that right now. But yes, you've also uh, you've always got the, the, the ties. But you've got, uh, you know, Chavano Family Practice. Um, is this kind of where people are to to go to pick up um, information or to pick up the, the registration packets or, uh, you know, where where are they to go for all that? For all that. The, everything can be handled through the website. Veronica's veronica's journey.com and so you can register and pay and do everything there as far as packet pickup we are having a packet pickup in shabano park and instead of in years past we have had it at my office but we just moved it down the street the city of shabano park which is right at military and days of allah that we'll have a packet pickup the day before which is friday september 16th uh, from noon to 6 p.m uh, they'll also be packet pickup that morning, so if people want to show up earlier. You know, the morning of the, the race. morning of the race. Okay. you can pick up they your packet there with the T-shirt, and and we use keychains for the medals um, for for participants. Sure. And, you know, let me ask you, uh, you know, Miss Christy, um, as as you are out there. So last year was my first year out there, mm-hmm. right? And it was so awesome, um, you know, doing the live remote. And yes, we will be doing a live remote out there again this year. Nice. Uh, yes. Yeah, so because I'm going to be doing the, the live remote, I don't know if I'm going to be actually doing the running. That stinks. Oh, yeah. come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm heartbroken about mm-hmm. it. But, you know, I, I really enjoyed being out there. You yeah. had, uh, you know, Bishop Mike w- was out there. Bishop yeah. Gary was out there. Seminarians were out there. Families were out there. Yeah. The kids were out there. Um, I, I would ask you, you know, what when you look and put on, you know, the, this event, you know, how does it make you feel to see the community come together to to support this the, this cause and that cause being your beautiful daughter? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's wonderful. Even today, I was seeing patients this morning. It's always very heartwarming. Just people love to help, love to participate, love to do whatever, and it, it is a it's a, a very nice a nice feeling that I get. And also, it just goes to show just how beautiful our community here is in San Antonio and our St. Matthew community, um, all the other little. 
faith organizations that we have joined it's just a, they've been supportive of us since since the beginning since she yeah. was diagnosed um we never felt alone we never felt like we were ever going through this alone and that has been tremendous um so, so to see those same people out there even five years later yeah. helping mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and supporting us and then new faces it's it's just beautiful and I, I tell Mitch, we speak about this often, I don't understand how anybody could ever go through life without having a faith Amen. foundation. Yeah, It's just... Yeah. You just came up with the question I was going to ask you next, and you kind of answered it, but I wanted to see if you'd elaborate on it more. We had Dr. Mitch in last week, and we talked about suffering mm-hmm. and how a lot of our listeners out there are probably you know, going through something similar, if not the same, um, dealing with the suffering of the loss of a child. Mm-hmm. Um, how has your faith helped you both through this journey, through Veronica's journey? You know, I it never wavered, and I will say that. I, amen to that, mm-hmm. because um, I believe I I just never, it just never, never left me. I That was the first thing I turned to. It was the first thing Mitch and I did was pray. I don't know if he's shared this with you before, if we've shared this before, but um, I would stay with her at the hospital. She was in the hospital for, I believe it was five weeks straight before we were able to bring her home. So one of us was always there. Right. It, uh, and then, you know, my thank, you know, thank the Lord for my mother. She watched our son. Um, but he started going to daily mass and then would bring um, the host back for me. And that, and we did that for uh, until she passed. So, and and we prayed, <laughs> we prayed over our daughter with the Eucharist before I consumed. So it was it was just a beautiful sharing thing that the three of us did together. Um, and then once she went on hospice, um, I channeled my grief through writing, and I I wrote a blog that I had started. And um, I wrote for two years, basically. And at some point, I remember asking my husband if, um, you know, if I, I wanted to save this blog. I was so afraid that my blog would get yes wiped away, you yeah. know, yes. that the website would disappear on me and I would lose all of my writing. And this was my grief that I had, you know, shared, you know, so I wanted to have it bound. And I was just thinking something bound, you know, with those circle, right, circle right. things. Well, my <laughs> husband treated me and, and had it published. And so I have a, of a book uh, of my writings, and that was a beautiful gift that, that he, he gave to me. Though so I had to do all the hard work. Amen. Because... Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yes. I, meant, I meant to bring the book. Um, but uh, <laughs> there is a book. You can go to Amazon and actually find it. Uh, Always and Forever Mommy, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was one of the typical things. I find a place and say, oh, yeah, we can get it published. Oh, by the way, you have to do all this work and stuff to, to do <laughs> yeah. that. So. Yeah, you don't realize how well you write until you realize you don't write and everything's read and you have to correct everything. But it, it was it was good. You know, let me ask you both, um, you know, a, a question. So, regarding the, you know, re- regarding the 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 five K, um, there's a lot, you know, a, a lot of moving pieces. You've got the, you know, you've got the the vendors coming out there. Mm-hmm. You've got the prizes that that you're doing. Are there uh, are there other ways that people can help out? Not in just the time, but are there maybe some items that um, you know that could be donated that y'all would be looking for? For sure. Well, the, since the primary beneficiary is the the Veronica's boutique, mm-hmm. obviously clothes, children's clothes is always welcome. But zero we to thirty six months okay. is what they take. Right. And, and diapers, wipes, um, formula. 
yeah. anything that would help support Veronica's boutique would be absolutely um, a blessing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, folks, if you're tuning in, we're having this wonderful conversation uh, with Dr. Mitch, Miss uh, Chrissy Finney, um, you know, of Veronica's Journey. Uh, they are going to be hosting the fourth annual Veronica's Journey 5K Run and Walk. All right, so if you're <laughs> if you're afraid that you know you're going to be stuck running this thing, don't worry. Uh, I'm in that boat with you. You can you can walk at your own pace. Uh, this is going to take place Saturday, September 17th. Um, you know, from at 8:30, uh, you can go to Veronica's Journey for all the details regarding uh, registration information for, for the cause. Kids can do uh, a, a half K run. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I might be willing to do that. Oh, come on. <laughs> you got to get in it. I like. might be willing to do that. So there is a chance. I think Dr. Mitch is going to be there. He's going to encourage you all the way. <laughs> well, if, if, if people don't know Dr. Mitch, uh, you know, this guy's like probably half my size. All right. So he can run. He can run like the wind. Yes, for sure. Uh, but, you know, it, it is wonderful. To, to be here talking to, to the both of you about this yes. uh, you know event as I mentioned earlier we will be doing a live broadcast uh, you know there from the you know from the event itself and it was super exciting because you actually do a, a prize for really every age group there is from from littles mm-hmm. to those that you know are, are older and and whatnot um, you know what's it like for you you know miss Chrissy because you're the one handing out the 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 trophies, right? Mm-hmm. What's that like for you to see, you know, the, the reactions to, to everybody, uh, you know, participating and being, you know, the, the winner of their group or mm-hmm. so? It, it is a fun experience because I'm not a runner, so I don't know what it is to be on the receiving end. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to give out. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> Uh, again, uh, you know, the, the, a great way to, to support Veronica's, uh, you know, Journey 5K, uh, as they were mentioning. Uh, you know, the, the proceeds, you know, anything that, you know, uh, items, clothing, uh, anything that can help, um, you know, the Veronica's Boutique of Catholic Charities of San Antonio. Uh, Gabriella Smile Foundation. Um, how did you get involved with them? Was it because you know you knew of them who have hosted uh, runs before? Is that how that worked out? Actually, mm-hmm. they are. Uh, I I connected with her through Facebook through a community here in San Antonio mm-hmm. of mothers who lost children to cancer and so they lost a daughter to cancer I believe it was seven or eight years ago um, their daughter was five or six mm-hmm. she was in kindergarten uh, to DIPG which is another brain cancer and so mm-hmm. um, they saw the need for a support center here in San Antonio because as of five years ago when Mitch and I were going through this there was really nothing here in San Antonio to help parents that are going through this with their children I see and so they opened up this uh, support center with their through their foundation and we automatically just knew this is what we have to support it's local it, yeah. it it's a real need and um, we're just supporting each other through this Amen. So if somebody wanted to actually, uh, if they're not able to come and run or be there, uh, we, you know, we have listeners from all over, Mm -hmm. but they wanted to support. Where would you, what what can you say to them? How can they support you? Uh, They just, they can go on to Uh veronicasjourney.com and there is a donate button. Got it. If you don't want to register, you can hit the donate button and that'll, you can, and any support. Is is just a blessing. Amen. You know, let me ask you something, Doctor Mitch. Uh, with just a couple minutes left to go uh, in, in the program, um, we talked about the trophies that were given out. 
you know, for, for the winners. Uh, but there's all, also a, a door prizes that are going to be, um, you know, given, given away too, right? Can you talk right. to us about those? Yeah. Usually the kind of the grand prize door prize is, uh, is a stay, a staycation down at the Wyndham on the river walk. And so since it's a running event, I usually get a weekend at the Wyndham for the San Antonio marathon. So, um, I usually have different criteria, either random drawing or other, that we uh, that we select the winner for that, but uh, it's a nice uh, long weekend for someone that's either local or, or not local that that can win the stay at the the Wyndham, and it's on the River Walk. And if you do run the marathon, literally, you can well used to the old start you walk to. I think they start in a different place now, but uh, but it is downtown on the river. Awesome. Nice. Uh, well, well, again, uh, I can't thank y'all enough for, for talking to us about Veronica's journey uh, to tell us all about the 5K running up. Again, folks, this is taking place at Saturday, September 17th. Um, you know, go to veronicasjourney.com. Um, Miss Chrissy said herself that, you know, they could use the extra hands. I do believe my wife is going to be, uh, oh, you know, great. out there helping out. Um, so they, they are in need of, of helping hands. You know, the old saying goes, you know, many hands make light work. Uh, if you've got things that you can donate, um, you know, please go to veronicasjourney.com. Uh, and, you know, again, go to stmats.org. I want to put another plug in there for, uh, you know, Dr. Mitch's, um, you know, men's acts retreat that you're going to be, you know, directing uh, out there. So, again, folks, um, that's Veronica's Journey 5K taking place Saturday, September 17th uh, at Southside Lions Park East at 4600 Pecan Valley Drive for all the information. To register, go to veronicasjourney.com. And thank you so much, uh, the both of you, for joining us. Any closing thoughts, Trish, before uh, you know we call it a day? Yeah, no. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, listeners. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Be sure to stay tuned into GRN, to the GRN, to get information on the many events happening within our listening areas. Amen. So until next time, let's all continue to labor with love joy and zeal in our hearts in his vineyard god bless all of you and thanks for tuning in the 2022 fall share is just around the corner the theme for this share is it's for your soul Starting Tuesday, September 13th through Friday, September 16th, we'll be on the air asking for your financial support to help keep the Guadalupe Radio Network on the air in South and Central Texas. Please prayerfully consider calling in at that time to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge of support. Thank you so much for your generosity, and may the Lord abundantly bless you. Do you need a will and keep putting it off? Do you need guidance on settling the estate of a loved one who's passed away? Gilson Law Firm is a faith-centered team of legal professionals who can help you navigate the probate process and put your final affairs in order. I'm attorney Sim Gilson. When we meet, we'll talk about Catholic health directives and charitable giving, about faith and family. To learn more about our team, visit tricountylawyer.com. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever noticed what happens when you try to keep up with the current fashions? You go nuts! When we are obsessed with keeping up with the times, we become slaves. Fashions are never settled. To chase something that is always changing is simply futile. It's not freedom, it's insanity. 
G.K. Chesterton says, The Catholic Church is the only thing that saves a man from the degrading slavery of being a child of his age. Christianity is always out of fashion because it's always sane, and fashions are always insane. The Catholic Church never has to worry about being behind the times because it is beyond the times. Want more than a minute? Visit our website, chesterton.org. All Catholic, all the time. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.